Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is, a Wednesday, September 15th edition to Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. September 15th to October 15th, one month, one month until the Flyers' regular season starts against the Vancouver Canucks. How about two weeks from yesterday? Two weeks from yesterday will be the Flyers' first preseason game. How about tomorrow? Tomorrow is the opening of rookie camp. How about a week from today? Flyers will open up their regular training camp. A lot is going on in hockey. And before we get to the availability yesterday from Chuck Fletcher and Brent Flair, kind of doing a state-of-the-team state address uh, in advance of rookie camp and training camp, uh, talking about you know what's going to take place over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Chuck Fletcher mentions the fact that the entire team and organization will be vaccinated for this, uh, for this 2021-22 season. That's great news. So before we get to their media availability, it had me thinking, as we're now just about a month out until it all starts for real, so many of the players in town at, at informal skates and practices, and like I mentioned, the rookie camp will begin tomorrow and training camp a week from today. Uh, it got me thinking, what are the three biggest storylines of this time of year. And when I put them together, and I kind of threw a bunch of different things into my brain. Here's what I came up with. And, I, and if you agree or disagree, or I missed the storyline, or you think one's uh, more important than the other, or I, I had no mission, uh, by all means, you can tweet me at Jason Mert, J-A-S-O-N-M-Y-R-T. And he, the, the ones that I came up with, I did them in no particular order, but I do believe the first one that I'll mention is the number one, at least with immediacy because it's directly tied to camp. And that's the battle for 3C, the battle to, for the third center position. Morgan Frost had a really good development camp. We know that he missed so much time last year with the shoulder injury, eventually had surgery. Uh, his rehab is over, had a good development camp, and is coming in chomping, looking to earn a spot on this Flyers roster and possibly be that third-line center with the departure of Nolan Patrick. You know, it's between maybe Frost, Derek Broussard, Scott Lawton perhaps is in that mix, maybe Nate Thompson, but we'll see how that plays out. Morgan Frost has not played a lot of hockey. The impression I got when Chuck Fletcher was on Flyers Daily uh, about uh, a week and a half ago was it's more likely that he'll start with the Phantoms just because he hasn't played much hockey. But there's a, a factor that Chuck Fletcher wasn't accounting for when he said that, and that's the fact that Morgan Frost can absolutely bowl them over and make the decision easy that he's the guy for the job. To me, that's the biggest storyline with immediacy as we head into this entire hockey season. That's a big one. It may not be the most consequential to success or failure for the team, but it is a very big one for the Flyers. And it's a huge one for Morgan Frost. His time is here. Uh, it, it, I'm not saying that if he doesn't make this team out of camp that he's got no NHL career. It very well may be beneficial for him to start with the Phantoms and get back playing some games at the pro level and then get his uh, ticket punch to the Flyers where he'll remain. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, but I think that's a huge storyline. The other One of the other biggest storylines, and this is another one, it's got immediacy as well in camp, but this kind of goes a little bit more into the regular season before we'll know the true answer. But one of the big storylines is obviously new faces and how quickly they mesh and come together. Uh, from Ryan Ellis, Rasmus Ritalin, and Keith Yandel on the defensive side of the puck uh, to up front with Cam Atkinson and, 
and and changes that they have offensively. Nate Thompson comes in. Where Morgan Frost will fit in if he's one of the uh, players uh, in this equation. So how, how the new pieces all come together, how they mesh, how they play hockey together. Again, I've said this a thousand times. On paper, it looks great, but the game's not played on paper. So a huge storyline to me is new faces and how they come together with their new teammates. How is Ryan Ellis and Ivan Provorov going to develop chemistry? What kind of chemistry is it? Is it very similar to that chemistry that Ivan Provorov had with Matt Niskanen? Is is it going to be Rasmus Ristolainen and, and Travis Sanheim work well together? Is Keith Yandel PP1 the quarterback, or is it Ryan Ellis and Keith Yandel is power play unit one, uh, two quarterback? All these different things, they, they have a big detriment on how this team will get out of the gate. It may not be perfect at first. It does take time for players to get used to each other and play on instinct, uh, but it's a big, big storyline. The new faces, and there are sig- a significant amount of new faces, as we know. Not only new faces here, but th- some old faces that aren't here. I mentioned Nolan Patrick. You mentioned Phil Myers, Jake Voracek. There's a Shane Gostisbehere. There's been a lot of turnover this offseason, a lot of change. We'll see how that part of the uh, equation is answered as well. Huge storyline. The other big storyline for me, and it's always a storyline, not just in Philadelphia, but in the sport of hockey, is goaltending. Martin Jones comes over. He's now in tandem with Carter Hart. Is Carter Hart going to have a bounce-back season? I think a lot of that's going to depend on his environment and how those new faces, like Ryan Ellis, like Rasmus Ristolainen, like Keith Yandel, and the defense and the team defense as a whole uh, has to be better. And if it is, he'll be in a much more prudent and have, have an environment that's got some predictability to it. And if that, those are the cases, I expect a bounce-back season from Carter Hart. Uh, you know, Martin Jones is a question mark. He had three down seasons in a row in San Jose in a very poor environment. With him not having to carry the load as the bona fide starter and having the ability to work on his game with a goalie coach he worked with early in his career in Los Angeles and Kim Dillabaugh, uh, will the tandem of Carter Hart and Martin Jones be one of the really good ones in the NHL? Because that ultimately will decide whether you go to the playoffs or you won't go to the playoffs. The goaltending needs to be good. The environment needs to be good, but the goaltending needs to be, when the environment breaks down, needs to be even better. It's got to outperform its environment. We'll see if that can happen. Those are the three biggest storylines for me as we head into camp. I mean, you're looking at the 3C battle and Morgan Frost. Where does he fit into that? Is it Derek Broussard? You look at the new faces, and there's a lot of change in the roster on and off the ice. And then, obviously, goaltending. It always matters. And then maybe the fourth one for me is fans are back. That's a huge storyline. That's an enormous storyline that we'll get into in subsequent episodes. But that's a huge storyline of this season is the fact that at Wells Fargo Center, there'll be fans again. There were some fans last year, but by the time there was even limited fans allowed in, it was a miserable season already. Already, Hopefully that's not the case this year. And it's a great environment for everybody to go and see exciting hockey, winning hockey, and how that plays out will be fascinating. But that's a huge storyline that fans will be returning to watch the game in person in Philadelphia 
uh, like it is in some other cities and was last year, especially late in those playoffs when you see teams like Florida and Tampa and Dallas in full buildings. I can't wait to see that here again. Cannot wait for that. Huge storyline. All right, let's get to Chuck Fletcher and Brent Flair. They had a chance to address the media all in advance of rookie camp and training camp, which will start next week and, of course, in advance of this season as well. An all-encompassing state of the Flyers with the general manager and assistant general manager and president Brent Flair. Here's the availability from yesterday. Yeah, hi, guys. Chuck, uh, just a quick question to follow up. I know you just released uh, that fans will be allowed in during the veteran camp. Uh, will there be any restrictions as far or uh, will fans need to show vaccine cards or anything like that? Will they have to wear a mask? Can you just uh, clear that up a little bit? Uh, we're, we're working through those uh, health and safety protocols right now, Sam. Uh, you know, hard to say. My expectation is we'll probably ask for fans to wear a mask and uh, otherwise uh, people will be allowed into to watch practices like they like they normally did. But we're working through those protocols right now. Yeah, what what, uh, what are the goals of this rookie camp and uh, uh, how important is it for these rookies? Uh, I, this is for Chuck or, or for you, Brent. Uh, how important are these rookie games for some of these guys to to shine and will it help them, uh, you know, to possibly make the team? And, you know, I think rookie camp is uh, serves many purposes. Clearly, uh, there's an evaluation process involved where Hoping players put their best foot forward and show us what they can do. And obviously, our our entire staff, our NHL coaches, our scouts, our front office, our American League personnel, our development coaches, everybody will be here watching. So the expectation is that uh, you know you better be ready to, to come and, and put your best foot forward. Uh, having said all that, it's it's also a great opportunity for Ian Lapierre and his his coaching staff to get to know this group. And for this group of players to get to know the coach, it's an opportunity to start to put in some systems and start to build towards the season. You know, and it's also an opportunity for the players to get their feet wet, maybe get rid of some of the nerves before the main camp starts. So there's a lot of different things involved. And, um, you know, I think it's just a great opportunity for the players to to have the limelight uh, shining on them for a few days and, and have the full attention of everybody in the organization. Hi guys. Um, this is really for either one of you. Um, you know, one of the unique aspects of, I guess, the way this rookie camp plays out is that, you know, usually when you guys have development camp, it happens much earlier in the summer. Uh, obviously development camp just ended. Now you're having rookie camp right after, I guess, what are the the benefits and drawbacks to having rookie camp so soon after development camp, rather than there being that big gap between the two? Well, first of all, we know where they're at physically, uh, just from where they came in, you know, a lot of times they come in you know, not knowing or not feeling comfortable, but just being here so recently, I think they're just a general more, you know, bigger comfort level uh, with the staff, with the players. Hopefully, uh, can work on some of the things that they were presented during development camp and hopefully utilize them and, and take their game to another level here in rookie camp. Uh, yeah, just uh, just changing gears for a little bit. I guess this is in reference to rookie camp and main camp. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes announced today that their, their players are 100% players and coaches are 100% vaccinated. I guess, are, are you able to share, you know, to what degree your group is vaccinated and if you guys will be fully vaccinated for the start camps? Uh, we'll be fully vaccinated uh, for the start of the season, for sure. I uh, believe we're basically there now. And, um, but no, it's, we've had a great response and, and uh, from staff and players and, and we're looking forward to having 
a season, uh, you know, hopefully a much more normal season than last year. But no, the uh, the response has been great from from everybody. Yeah, hi. This is for Chuck. Um, just some health update issues. I know uh, Allison and Lazinski were sort of, you know, guys were real cautious with them as far as their activity during uh, development camp. And same with Zade Wisdom, wondering where he is health wise from the shoulder injuries and if those guys will be full go for either rookie camp and or training camp. Uh, I can handle that one. Uh, first of all, Wisdom is here. He's present. He'll take part in the meetings and continue his rehab, but he, realistically, he'll be out until December. Um, as far as Lashinsky, he, he'll be here uh, taking part, and uh, he'll meet, meeting with the doctors, I believe, on the 17th uh, to be fully cleared for contact and potentially play in, in the games against the Rangers. Uh, Allison's been fine uh, since the day after uh, development camp. That was just a minor tweak we're just being careful with. And who else did you ask? Well, Denoy uh, is uh, meeting with the doctors on the 17th as well. Uh, we'll get a determination of where he's at physically as well. But he will be taking part on the uh, some of the on-ice drills. Uh, just uh, they'll be cautious with some of the physical involvement. And Sushko, right? Sushko will be out for rookie camp, um, but they're hoping he'll meet with the doctors later in the week and hopefully be ready for, for main camp. Thanks. Uh, this question is for Chuck. You know, you mentioned uh, throughout the year um, that – you thought one of the problems last year was the off season the guys had last year, whether they couldn't train, the players in Canada were, were unable to train. Do you get a sense whether it's rookies or the veterans that things have improved this summer and that you feel like you have a better feel that the guys are, are more in shape and ready to go as, as soon as the season starts? Yeah. Well, you know, with the, with the veteran players, well, they're trickling back in and, and a few of them like connect has been around for a while and, and they all look great. Uh, to be honest with you, Oscar Lindblom looks great. Konechny looks great. Sanheim, uh, everybody's put a lot of time in from what I've seen. Obviously, once we get into the testing next week uh, and see them on the ice starting next Thursday, uh, the 23rd, we'll have a better feel. But I, I think everyone had an opportunity to, to get back to normal, to get to their routine. And certainly coming off the season we did last year, there was a lot of, I, I think players were focused. There was a lot of motivation to, uh, you know, be prepared as much as possible to have a big start this year. With our young players, you know, as Brent just articulated, we have a few players that have been battling some injuries and they're working hard to get back. Uh, but yet uh, in development camp, it looked like players were in great shape. And um, young kids, uh, I don't know, things have changed since I was 17, 18, 19. They have such uh, a greater awareness of what they need to do, uh, such a greater awareness of, of nutrition and how to train and how to take care of themselves. So it just seems like these young guys come in every year, they're bigger, stronger, faster, and it's impressive. And again, we'll Thursday, when we get on the ice, you guys can be the judge of that uh, yourselves, but it's, it's remarkable. Um, I, I guess how mature these young players are at a, at a young age. And, and, and again, it's 20, 30 years ago. It's a big difference. Dan, did you have a follow-up? I did just one quick one. Um, do you get a sense one way or the other for teams like yourself or even, you know, the Stanley Cup champs that the shorter off season will play a role early in the season? Seems like we've had a long off season. <laughs> I don't know. We, we haven't played hockey in a while. I, I can't speak for those teams. Um, you know, I, I think, again, we, we didn't make the playoffs this year, unfortunately. Um, so we have no excuses. Our NHL players were relatively healthy at the end of the year. Uh, they've had a full season to train. And again, to my eyes, they, 
look like they've taken advantage of that longer window. Um, and our, our young guys, with the with the few exceptions, obviously with guys that, that had off-season surgery or unfortunately a young man like Zade Wisdom who got banged up this summer, uh, with, with, with a few exceptions, everybody looks 100% ready to go. Uh, Chuck, this is for you. Uh, in 2019-20, you guys had the best home team in hockey uh, before the Pauls. Uh, obviously, that was with full capacity crowds. Uh, just how refreshing will it be to see a full house again? And how important can the fans be to your success? I, you know, Jordan, I can't wait to see the fans here on the 23rd. You know, just even having some energy in our building or in our practice rink. It, it's, uh, it's huge. I mean, you, you know, we're, we're only in this game because of, uh, because of the fans. I mean, they support us. They, they, they foot the bill, so to speak, and we all make a living off it. Uh, but it's just, last year was a tough year. Uh, you know, I've said it several times. Once we allowed some fans back in the building, there was some energy. Uh, but, you know, there, there's no question, um, you know, having fans in there adds a whole different element. I, I mean, sure, like many of you, many of you folks, uh, I've been watching the college football and the NFL, um, you know, over the last couple of weekends and seeing those scenes from Virginia Tech from the opening game, seeing seeing Michigan, seeing the folks there uh, a few nights ago. It's just it's just crazy uh, what a different atmosphere it can be when you have a full house and and uh, people in there pulling for you. So I know our players are extremely excited about getting back and, and playing to, a, you know, hopefully having a mostly normal season. It appears it's going to be mostly normal and, and we're all excited to get back to that. Hi, Chuck and Brent. It's nice to meet both of you. Um, for Chuck, what did the conversations look like regarding the vaccines and um, have in encouraging players uh, or answering questions that you had? What kind of conversations did you have during the off season with them um, remotely as, as you kind of work to get to that 100% vaccination status? You know, it's been a joint effort with the NHL and the NHLPA and the medical consultants and, 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 and uh, the doctors that work with both the NHL and the NHLPA. And this goes back to last season. Uh, once we got into the spring and April and May and June in particular, when when the vaccines became readily available to to, uh, you know, to hockey players and to our staff and the response at that time was great. Uh, you know, the, the league and again, the union put out information, uh, had uh, medical experts available to, to speak with players that uh, maybe had questions they wanted answered. And again, I, I think the response from our, from our organization, from, from our staff, certainly and our players has been great. And, and um, you know, I, I can just tell you we're, we're going to be ready to go. And, and, um, but it's been a collaborative effort and, and uh, you know, again, we've had great resources provided to us by both the NHL and the NHLPA. Hi, uh, yeah, this, this is for either of you. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, Igor Zabula came to camp as a free agent invite tryout guy, won an NHL entry-level job. A few years before that, Phil Myers did that. There were a few invites this year at camp. Do you, do you feel those guys have a realistic chance to kind of follow that path? Well, possibly. I think, you know, we'll get through, uh, you know, development camp is one thing. Uh, we we throw a lot of things at these kids and probably try to take them out of their comfort zone in certain situations. But a lot of the situations aren't game situations. They're, they're uh, skill situations, and, and we're trying to improve little facets of their game. But, you know, getting into the camp here, and the intensity level is going to go up in practices, battle drills, and then we're going to be able to evaluate players and games here. So uh, there's a couple of kids here that have, have shown well for themselves, have come in tremendous shape, and, and we'll see how they do. 
Yeah, this is for Chuck. Chuck, in in, uh, in what ways do you like? Uh, I'm talking about the veteran camp now. In what ways do you like the roster that you put together better than last year? Uh, you know, heading in the rookie uh, to the veteran camp. You know, Sam, um, I think we have more veteran leadership. And you go back to last off season, and, and this falls on me, as I mentioned before. But you know, Matt Niskanen retired. Uh, we let Nate Thompson. Uh, go, we, you know, we didn't, well, we didn't resign Nate Thompson or, or Tyler Pitlick. And, and uh, we lost some players that uh, were kind of low maintenance, high character veteran players. And, and we replaced them with some younger players. And, and last year when things started to, to go awry and we, we lost our way a little bit, we didn't have what I thought was, you know, and maybe a, a enough veteran leadership, enough players that uh, could maybe help the younger players get through that situation. And, you throw the pandemic on top of it and the protocols. And it was just a lot of situations none of us had been through. And I thought we were maybe a little bit too young to get through it. And, and um, so I think this year, when you look at our group, I think we have, we're a more veteran team than what we were last year. Uh, you know, I think we have players that have, have a lot of different experiences in this league. I think we're a deeper team. I think our defense in particular has been upgraded. And, and so, you know, time will tell. It, you know, summer's great. The off season's great. You, you make your moves. You, you try to improve yourself on paper. And, uh, but now the, the games start or certainly camp starts before we get into the games, but the games will start soon enough. And we'll find out if we made the, uh, you know, made the appropriate moves. Yeah, this is for Chuck. Um, you know, one of the themes kind of following up on what you just said, one of the themes this off season, it seemed like was, you know, getting, you know, quality veteran guys, you know, on relatively reasonable contracts to fill out the, the bottom of the lineup. And they're essentially, at least on paper, you know, filling spots that maybe, you know, had they not been acquired, would be given to prospects, to young players. I guess my question is, is that there's obviously going to be a lot of competition at this camp, but for the young guys to essentially beat out those types of guys for spots, are they going to have to play dramatically better than the older guys at camp just because the older guys are established? Uh, yes, yeah, definitely. And, that, and that's where you want to get to as an organization. You want to make it so that young players have to have to earn their spot and you want the competition level to be high. And, um, you know, you, you, that's how you get better. You know, that's how young players get better. And, and, um, you know, as we get deeper and as our group matures, we want this to be a difficult team to make. And, and that will certainly ensure that we have a, you know, a, a high end team here, uh, but, you know, a second part of that as well is just, uh, I, I just think this is an, a, a very difficult schedule, uh, not just our clubs, but for every club, as I mentioned to you guys before, um, you know, we have stretches this season that are very difficult. I, I believe we're going to need a lot of bodies to get through the year. And if you're dipping into your younger players just at the start of the season, then when injuries hit, then you're really digging deep into your farm system to, you know, just even to ice a roster in the NHL. So uh, it, besides making it, uh, you know, the competition level higher and it, making it more difficult for young players to make the team, what we hope we're doing it's just simply improving the depth of our team. So when injuries hit, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're recalling uh, high quality players that are ready to play and step in and make a difference. Hey, this one's for Brent. Were there any young players that came into rookie camp that were flying under the radar, but really elevated their status within the organization as the camp progressed? Um, you know, I, I think, I think everybody, even the recently drafted players were as advertised. 
I think uh, Brian Zanetti uh, is a young Swiss defenseman. Uh, he's going to Peterborough in the OHL this year. But uh, for a kid that came over, uh, I don't know how many times he's even been to North America to to come in, get acclimated, to play, and uh, to fit in, and, and just keeps getting better every day. So he's a real interesting guy. But, you know, all of our kids from this past year uh, have come in here and, and shown well for themselves. And we'll get into the games here and, and, and see how they fare against older players. But, um, yeah, so far so good. And a kid that's been been hurt, but he's been around here all summer is Elliot Denoye. And uh, just a real impressive kid. He's one of those kids you talk to. He'll sit and talk hockey to you all day long. He's down there he's talking to veteran guys. He's learning every day and his work ethic and, and determination is off the charts. And, you know, for him, uh, I think when he's a hundred percent, when he leaves here, he's going to be a tremendous season and hopefully gets to take part in some, some, uh, uh the games or at least, uh, veterans playing against the veterans and real hockey here as well. Great to hear Chuck Fletcher mention that the Flyers will be fully vaccinated to start the season. Hopefully there'll be no hiccups. We'll have a much more regular 82-game regular season and hopefully a trip to the playoffs. It's all going to be predicated perhaps on those three big storylines I talked about in the first segment of this year's podcast. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back Friday with another brand-new episode. Have a great day. Have a great couple of days. And we'll talk to you on Friday's Flyers Tales.